We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. On this episode, we'll be hopefully concluding our thought that we've been dealing with in the book of Nehemiah on how to handle hindrances or how to deal uh, with uh, even ridicule uh, when that hindrance uh, is in the form of a human that is ridiculing you or giving you trouble. And you say, well, Pastor Mark, why are you dealing with that subject? Well, I told you on the onset of uh, this podcast that I was going to deal with subjects that, you know, I might not take the time behind the pulpit to deal with, but this is no doubt in the word of God. And uh, I've heard great messages on uh, this passage of scripture. One of the greatest messages I've heard is uh, I'm not coming down. We find that in Nehemiah chapter six. That's how uh, Nehemiah responded uh, to his criticizers and to his enemies of the work of God. But um, we're dealing with just what are some keys, what are some helpful principles, how we can handle uh, and deal with the hindrances that might be placed in front of us in the form of people, uh, the enemies of God. And, and I want to say, I don't say that lightly. I say that with a sad heart, but there are enemies of God's work. Uh, we realize right here in the word of God that we're dealing with three of them and more than three, but these three are given names, uh, Sanballat, Tobiah, and Geshem. The Bible is very clear that these three men were enemies of the work of God, and they wanted the the wall rebuilding stopped. And uh, this was a work that God had put in the heart of Nehemiah, and he was faithful to it. So I've just been giving you some principles and some keys on how we can handle these hindrances and how we can handle um, these uh, slander and, as God says, being mocked or even being criticized. To be quite honest, even being lied about. Uh, being misrepresented. There's so many areas here that I've seen people uh, get so hurt and uh, so devastated over that they've stopped the work of God. They've been hindered in such a way that they've just given up. But I'm thankful we, we're reading about a man today and throughout these last three episodes that you're not dealing with a man that was an ordinary Christian. This man was going to finish the work. And uh, first of all, he didn't get involved in this negotiation. He said, look, I'm not going to come down. I'm too busy serving God, and that's a great way to look at it. We just need to serve the Lord. Stay busy. Just be consistent living your Christian life. And uh, don't let it get you off of the sideline. Don't let it get you sidetracked. Just stay with it. Serve the Lord. I cannot come down. My work is too important, and the ministry of this church is too important. Uh, to get off on these controversial issues and start dealing with all of these sideline and all this sideline material. Uh, that's why our podcast is the way it is. I want to give principles and promises from the Word of God. I want to keep it from the Bible. I don't want it to be grinding axes. I don't want to be talking about everybody else under the sun and how they're not doing it right, how we are doing it right. We just go put our heads down and put our hands to the plow. We're going to just stay after it. And that's what I encourage you to do. I cannot come down. I'm too busy serving the Lord. So don't be sidetracked. Don't be intimidated. They tried to intimidate him. They basically told him that if he didn't come and meet with them, that they were going to send a letter to the king. They were going to lie. And by the way, that's being done all through the years of misrepresentation and putting out false things. And, you know, I even know of people's families have been reached and, and some people. And by the way, I call them snakes. 
snakes or wolves, people that uh, are involved in churches or say they're a Christian, but they don't have the same motives as what most Christians have. They want to tear things down. They want to talk about people. They want to, they want, they, it's like they glory in something when it turns bad in someone's life. And I've even known people that's went so far that has even reached out to their own family members, uh, the pastor's own family members, and tried to get some guile started or tried to question their character. And these are sad things. But look, here's what I say to you. I'm sorry. I'm saddened if that has happened to you and if you're serving in the ministry. But don't let it intimidate you. Be real and just keep on. Keep your hand to the plow and uh, just af- just stay after it for the Lord. So don't be intimidated. And then I dealt with on the last episode, don't fall prey to elimination. Now, we've learned in this passage here in Nehemiah chapter 6, they hired a man to try to get him to do something wrong. So then they could get him. They wanted to ruin his witness. They wanted to neutralize his influence for the Lord. And I'm so thankful Nehemiah had wisdom. So you need wisdom. I need wisdom. And we need to understand we do not need to give ammunition for people to shoot at us. And, uh, you know, we need to be careful. And uh, it's just easy for the devil to hinder us from the work uh, by eliminating us because of what? Some foolish mistake I've made or some foolish mistake you made. Be careful how you live. Don't fall prey to elimination. Then I want to give you the last two quickly. Maintain your supplication. Verse 14, here's what Nehemiah said. My God, think thou upon Tobiah and Sanballat according to these their works and on the prophetess Noadiah and the rest of the prophets that would have put me in fear. You know, the entire book of Nehemiah demonstrates that Nehemiah was a praying man. You know, whenever he needed guidance, he prayed. When he was grieving, he prayed. When he was facing hindrances, he prayed. And he keeps on praying. Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 9, he said, Now for, therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. In verse 14, he prayed that God would deal with these hindrances of his enemies. And he asked for God to frustrate their plans. And by the way, I've prayed that prayer. David has prayed that prayer. We understand that sometimes there's not a thing we can do about something, but we can ask God to help handle that hindrance and even to just make that to stop or for it to be shown that it's not true. And so he needs God's help. So do we. And you and I need God's help to handle hindrances in our lives. We need to maintain our prayer life. We need to keep on praying. Now, that might seem simple. So, oh, Pastor Mark, I understand that. No, no, no. It's more than understanding it. Are we people of prayer? The Bible said we should always pray. Look, prayer, whether it's long hours or a desperate, uh, short, quick uh, call up to God, uh, it's how you and I access God's power to deal with hindrances to our serving the Lord. Prayer should not only be our first resort, but it should be a holy habit of life and how we want to handle hindrances. So maintain your prayer life. Are you praying? Are you a praying man? Are you a praying woman? And the truth is, if we were all honest, this is very convicting to us because we certainly don't pray like we should. I've often said, if I would do more praying than I do talking, or if I would do more praying than I try to fix things myself, I'd be in a whole lot better place. So continue to keep 
and remain being a praying person. And then the last one, maintain your determination. Maintain. Now, I love verse 15 of chapter 6. The Bible says, so the wall was finished <laughs> in the 20 and 5th day of the month Elul in 50 and 2 days. Praise the Lord. Nehemiah was not a quitter, especially when it came to serving the Lord. Now, in spite of all of his hindrances, which these verses tell us, by the way, let me just quickly summarize them. That included spies for the enemy. The wall is finished in an incredible 52 days. What an encouragement. But I will say this, it was discouraging to their enemies. But Nehemiah doesn't take credit for the work. I'm thankful in chapter 6, verse 16, the Bible said here that this work was done by our God. So let's remember this. God uses people. There's no doubt about it. God used this man who refused to give up. He was determined to finish the work. In spite of all of the attacks, in spite of all of the ridicule, and so here's my challenge for you today. Where are you at today? If you're serving the Lord, you are going to have some type of hindrance brought into your life. You're going to have ridicule in your life. And I wish I could tell you that it, it, some, it, that it should not come from within. But my dear friend, many times it comes from within. But I want you to know something. Don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. Don't let it change you unless it makes you a stronger Christian. Yes, learn from your mistakes. Yes, learn from your bad decisions. But you keep serving the Lord. Keep your heart right with the Lord and be determined to finish what he's called you to do. I must give a personal quick illustration. When I first went off to Crown College back in 1996, I never, and I mean this with all my heart, I'm not saying this to brag, I'm really not. I was, I never one time considered going to Crown to quit. So it never crossed my mind. So the very first message that I heard there and was listened to even before I went there, it was required that every incoming student would listen to this. And it was, none of these things moved me. And, and it was a powerful message preached by Dr. Curtis Hudson. I still have it today powerful message. But as I listened to that, and then my first few months there at Crown, I kept hearing messages on, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. And they were all helpful messages and great admonition, by the way. But it shocked me. I never understood why there was so much emphasis on not quitting until the second semester. And then when I came back for the second semester, probably our class was, I wouldn't say half as small, but it was quite a bit smaller, the people that had quit. I say to you, my friend, if you're going to serve the Lord, it is not a hundred yard dash and it is not going to be without attacks. It is not going to be without problems. It is not going to be without hindrances. It is not going to be without ridicule, but you must be determined to finish your work that God has called you to do. And I praise the Lord. I am thankful at this moment. I have no desire to be anywhere else but in Chattanooga, Tennessee, serving beside my dear wife, 
my family, and my dear precious church family. God bless them all. And let's stand with one another. Let's encourage one another. And let's just continue to serve the Lord till he calls us home. Amen. Don't come down. The work of God is too important. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.